Welcome to the American Intelligence Media. This is Thomas Paine and the ass of the globalist. I'm here with John Barnwell, and we want to give you a comparison and contrast what happened between the presidential election of 2016 and the new one coming up in 2020. And the big question is, because we have been digging into the mines and getting the history of the origins, the roots of fake news, which is directly connected to, of course, intelligence, corporate intelligence and propaganda. And what we need to know is, is Trump going to have to destroy the social media, which is used for the color revolutions, still being used against him since he started running before 2016? Or is he going to be able to defeat the fake news? Because if he doesn't, we they're going completely all out to do anything they can to stop him, no matter what it doesn't. They just make up stuff as it goes along. So the question to you, John, from me is, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? I haven't heard you talk about that much. And what do you think about fake news? Is Trump actually going to be able to end it? Is he going to charge them with racketeering, which is what we suggest? Or what's he going to do? Well, that would be the really the, the ideal scenario is that he would uh, maintain a standard of, of law. And and there's so much that has gone on that, that's way beyond the bounds of law. The trouble is, is that the the uh, Washington types, the government types, they protect their own. And so they're not inclined to proceed against each other. And so you don't see very many uh, situations where people are actually prosecuted for any kind of malfeasance in government situations. As far as the media, it's always been uh, sacrosanct as, as the, the fourth estate and all of that. But once you understand that the media itself is not what it, it, it's told us it is, that actually it's the, the root and trunk of the intelligence community uh, that was born out of a, a meeting of 650 people in London back in uh, 1909 as the, the imperial press union or, or the empire press union. It keeps going under various names, keeps metamorphosing. Uh, you know, you have modern renditions of uh, that impulse in Chatham House in the UK, and you have all this going on so that it gets to where if you really do a, a deep study of history, you'll find that all the warfare that's gone on since that time has been started by false flags. And so you look at our current state of affairs and you just have to wonder, based upon the track record uh, of what happened uh, recently with Saudi Arabia and the drones and, and the oil fields and all that, uh, you can't say with any degree of confidence who's responsible. Even if somebody takes credit for it, that doesn't necessarily mean that they did it. They just could see it as an opportunity of taking credit for something, you know. So we've gotten to the point now to where I don't even watch the major media outlets. As I shared the other day in my podcast with Leo Zagami, I said, you know, I don't want to be exposed 
to the subliminal programming that's that the entrainment that is embedded uh, subliminally in in the the major media outlets uh, specifically it's so strongly seen through CNN and the BBC which uh, I hear from people that when they go to Europe, about all, the only choices you really have, there's some of the only choices you really have is the BBC and CNN. And some of the people that I really respect in other countries, when it comes to certain subjects, they are as, about as crazy as anybody else. And I just have to go, there, there's a reason why that this is happening. And it, to me, it, it ties into the entrainment because I see so many people that complain about uh, certain things uh, with President Trump, for example. And then I asked them, you know, well, why is that? And they can't explain it to me. But yet they have this aversion and, and they'll come out with a slogan or some kind of talking point. But they can't give any kind of developed answers as to why they feel that way. To, to me, I mean, that's obviously uh, something that, that, that's working at, at them on an unconscious level, and that's deeply, deeply disturbing. Well, you've pointed at it quite clearly, that even if the news media comes out with it, it doesn't matter if the Department of Justice doesn't do anything. How about Ilhan Omar, the worst federal election commission violations I've ever seen, except for Hillary Clinton, and she got a $500 fine. She's not even a citizen. She lied about getting into this country. She's married to two people at once. On and on and on, and it's unbelievable. Or let's take John Dean. John Dean is the proof that the media used to make politics, period. John Dean won when he was running for office. He, he made a strange gesture. He said, okay, now on to D.C., on to Washington, and, and he raised his fist or something. That was it. Next day, the media ate him up. He was spit out. He's never recovered. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, nothing he can do is going to stop the mainstream media from their assault. So it used to be that politics was determined by the spin and the narrative that was the propaganda being given out by what is we have proven and demonstrated again and again is an intelligence network that all works together and it's racketeering because they use AVID and ISIS management and basically fake stories from the Associated Press and Reuters Thompson and they spit it out like it's the truth. We've also pointed out what happened in 2016, all the different things that Hillary and Obama and Eric Schmidt and George Soros did to try to get her elected and everything they did should have got her elected. It was unbelievable billions of dollars that were spent and effort and everything. And that's why Hillary was so mad and said, well, how did I not get elected? And she's just angry as can be because she knew it was rigged. So this time the question is, does Trump have to take down the mainstream media before he can win? Or has he already deflated them so much that first off, the ratings that we see uh, cut those in half. Those aren't true. It's just like the polls. Don't, no, don't believe any of that. So the ratings are probably much, much worse than we are hearing. So basically, we could say that the news, the fake news, may be dead exactly as Trump said by the end of his next term. But will it be stepped on and extinguished like the cigarette, burning cigarette butt that it is, mainstream media, so that it does not stop 
Trump from winning because he's going to win by a landslide. But the question is, will Leader Plus, and that's the name of the AVID ISIS management program that tells you the night of the election who you're supposed to believe won the election so that the people who are, have agreed to capitulate can capitulate that night. There's no reason for any of that. And then when the Democrats don't get elected, well, then they're still ballot harvesting weeks after the election. It's unfriggin' believable. So we see all this corruption. We know Optech is in all the machines. We know Mitt Romney. We know uh, uh, Lord uh, Mark Malik Brown. We know Sir Jeffrey Patty. We know what they're doing. We know how the system works to be rigged. The question is, does Trump know? Can, in fact, what Obama set up as the U.S. Digital Service and the precedent that Homeland Security will now screen everything from a federal election before it's told to the public? This is what Obama set up. Is Trump going to be able to defeat that? I, I don't know. I do believe he will be elected because I believe in the power of positivity and the people who are supporting him. But the question is, do we have to unrig the election for him to win? And the answer to that, I don't know, John. What do you think? Well, when he first became president, I predicted that he would win by 10 to 15 percent. And with the figures that have been coming out uh, or came out later, uh, that was pretty much uh, what, it, what it should have been if you eliminate a lot of the voter fraud that took place, especially in places like uh, California and New York. Dead people voting and all those kinds of things, uh, it, and it's probably he won by an even larger margin than that because of their ability to be able to trick the programming on appears uh, as many as fifteen states, and uh, that they were kind of asleep on the wheel in that one, and they they were so confident that that Hillary was going to win that they didn't play the game as as intensely as they could have. And so consequently, the amount of corruption that was involved wasn't sufficient to topple what was essentially a landslide victory for uh, Donald J. Trump. Now, what makes me think uh, in, in getting into uh, looking under the hood of the situation, the, the involvement of the media, you see that these are are techniques that, that the intelligence has been using overseas in other elections, starting really from Venezuela, because the the Optech software system was developed uh, in Venezuela, and it was used in the Venezuelan uh, election to bring in Cesar Chavez, and uh, that was through the agency of uh, President Carter and, and the minions of CIA and and. Uh, Sir Jeffrey Patty and that whole uh, weird mix. But in any event, the way one looks at it now, you see that you have the Smith-Munt Act, which, which was proclaiming that, that it's, it's against the law to use the techniques of the CIA within the continental United States and uh, Alaska and Hawaii, uh, that you're not supposed to do that here. Uh, but in 2012, uh, there was changes made and, and the provisions within the National Defense Authorization Act uh, set aside the protections of the American people 
block from the machinations of the CIA. That's no longer in place, so that they they can legally do things, uh, manipulate the media, uh, just abs absurdly, and and not suffer any consequence for it. So he has to pull the plug on uh, that at least that aspect of the National Defense Authorization Act, or reinstall the Smith Munt Act to prevent, protect the American people from the machinations of the intelligence community. Yes, so true. And the Federal Election Commission needs to follow through on the $84 million that Hillary stole from the state of Maine and all the money that she stole by uh, writing one check for all the states or and then distributing that money to the states and then bringing it back and putting it in her fund. In other words, she ripped off good old Bernie Sanders. And Bernie knew it. He knew that in 17 primaries he'd been ripped off. He knew that he didn't even have access to the Democrat National Committee server, which is where he was getting his money and where he was doing all of his work. They actually uh, locked him out for a while. And he knew that all this was going on. And he told everyone he would never capitulate to her. And he did. And after he capitulated, he ran out of the room. And all of his believers... All of his followers were there with their jaw hanging open. So when you talk about the Demon Rat National Committee and the people running, it is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life in terms of an election of a president. There is not one single Democrat. Well, there's one who actually, was, and there's another one who's halfway qualified. But in general, we already know by what it is they've done with their lives and what their record looks like that not a single one of them is qualified. And their ideas that we're going to give free medical, 100%, to all illegal aliens or to anchor babies or to the 22 million illegal aliens who have stolen Social Security cards of dead people, these people are voting. We now know that on the voter registration throughout the country, 3.5 million people are registered beyond the number of adults we have in America. Now, how is that possible? First off, people don't even register, and people who register, okay, they don't vote, and they sure don't register, so how do we have more registered people than there are adults in this country? And this has just been found out. So as we're going towards 2020, we're seeing the worst of the worst come out. We're seeing that the Atlantic Council has come forward with George Soros, $1.5 billion to manipulate Facebook into being no free speech whatsoever, just like in Europe. And they already did this in Europe and in Britain. We already see Eric Schmidt's gifts, not this time the U.S. Digital Service, but to create what he calls the Digital uh, Network uh, Agency, which basically scrubs all news. And so he has created a program to do such. We already see that Google has been, again, weaponized. We already see that Facebook was weaponized. Social media has been weaponized. We see every single station, including Fox News, weaponized against President Trump. And yet, he's a rock star. Give him a bigger auditorium, he'll fill it. And it's not going to be good if he doesn't win when all those people voted for him. I think they'll put on their red hats and come out on the street. And by the way, I believe, because I have complete faith in Hildebeest Clinton, that she's not done yet. Yeah. I believe that they're going to nominate her from the floor. 
And that's the reason they're going to put a Joe Biden up who's going to have a, his teeth are going to fall out, his eyeball is going to drop out of his head, and he's going to pass out during the Democratic National Committee, and they'll put up their favorite sister from New York State, either as the president or the vice president. I believe she's doing this so she won't get criticized during it. Let's remember, no one has finished this five investigations of the Clinton Foundation. No one has finished the Uranium One investigation. No one has finished the false DNC stories. No one has finished the dossier. No one has finished all the crimes that are being investigated by Hillary Clinton. But I believe in my heart of hearts that the evil demon rats will probably still put her up to run for the White House. I'd just like to see what's in the, in the DNC server. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, the only ones who've seen that is CrowdStrike, and that's... Uh, but that's Dimitri uh, Alperovich, Alperovich yeah. and he's, uh, by the way, uh, the, the technological officer for the Atlantic Council, uh, who confers with NATO on what they think we should be worried about uh, putting together to, to have a boogeyman called Russia. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. It's There's so many levels of fake going on that, that, that it's. I'm amazed that, that President Trump uh, can can wheedle through a lot of this. Although you look at the confidence he speaks with today, it's it's, it's quite remarkable. He's very uh, comfortable filling those shoes now. Now, if he can just get more people around him that actually tell him the truth, because I, he's still, uh, even though he's eliminated a lot of people that have given him the wrong information, uh, he still hasn't, like I said the other day, he hasn't figured out 5G and he hasn't figured out a few things. You know, I, I'm i not seeing the, the chemtrails uh, like I used to last year. That's, that's encouraging. But nonetheless, there's a, a lot that I think that could be uh, done about GMOs and and uh, he's still holding strong about the, the fake climate change uh, nonsense. And so he's done so many good things. I, I, I don't feel good uh, th- th- coming up against him on issues, but these issues are important. And I don't, I don't endorse people, I endorse ideas. Yes, and he's really fighting a one-on-one battle with one enemy after the next and winning each time that someone yep. goes into the ring with him, which is absolutely amazing. And those who attack him from the distance, well, they get uh, Trump derangement syndrome and they go nuts. And that's why Nadler is uh, the laughing stock of anyone who has a brain or uh, Cummings or uh, Adam Schiff. Because talking impeachment at this point is like talking impeachment about Brett Kavanaugh. It's the same exact thing. Made-up stories that are just simply ridiculous. Now, if we are looking at the Democratic Party and seeing that the polls are all saying that six of their candidates can beat Trump, mind you, those are fantastic lies. And when you even see the statistics, they go beyond what they did last time in 2016. And remember, there were so many things. The Brits were brought in through the Strategic Communication Laboratory, and they took over the Global Engagement Center to create all those Russian uh, influence uh, ads. But there were many, many, many thousands, tens of thousands of other ads, which were free because they were from the Global Engagement Center, that were being run through social media. And 
What happened? Well, we know that uh, Dr. Robert Epstein now says that as many as 25 million people's votes were changed by being manipulated simply by the algorithms in Google. And that doesn't count social media. So we are talking about a full court press here. And in the past, they did the best they could, but they've amped it up even more. Now there's this thing called, it's out of Cambridge, it's called the uh, Digital Forensic Laboratory Research. And they have, again, been paid huge amounts of money to come in and be a, what they call uh, artificial intelligence, an AI, that is scrubbing the entire social media as well as all queries on the internet. We see this happening everywhere. People are being dropped left and right. We know that Trump called in a lot of those people and said, hey, I'm going to do something about this. But what we see now is a complete reversal of the social media coming forth saying, please, we must become part of the government. You need to regulate us. Uh, And then they tell fantastic lies that they're going to be given fines for. Well, why would they tell lies that they know they're going to be given billion-dollar fines for, which is starting to happen now, which we predicted quite some time ago? Because they want that to happen. They want to be separated into different groups, and they will simply make as much money as each separate group. Each separate group will make as much money as the original group. Now, that's just the way that it works. That's the way we've seen this work, because this is weaponized DARPA, stolen patents, And it is the way that color revolutions happen. Social media can manipulate people beyond anything anyone can actually describe to you. It is a psyop. It is a weaponized psychological operation. And it is being used full force right now. And yet, what do you see? More support for Trump for anybody who's got eyes open. And it's a bit shocking. And you are starting to see some of the evil uh, swamp creatures of Washington, D.C., come a little bit to light, not a lot, and we will see what the Department of Justice will do, because as you point out, if they don't do something, then what good does it, what does it matter? That we know how the rigging happens for the elections, if in fact the Department of Justice won't take action. So that's the question. Will William Barr take action? Well, we saw Trump take his action. He scared the snot out of them. What did he say? He said, I'm going to have Michael Pence Tell me how many fake votes were in the last election. And Michael Pence stopped when he had verified there were between 3.5 to 5 million from just the 17 states he looked at. So he scared them. He scared them in telling California, well, maybe the federal government won't accept your vote if you use only a California driver's license. He scared them with I-verification, E-verification. He scared them with pointing out ballot harvesting. He scared them with the following two words that terrifies all of them, paper ballots. And he literally said, because it's the law, every state has to have paper ballots backing up a federal uh, presidential election, and a number of states don't. He could simply not accept that state's vote if he wanted to. Because why? They're in direct violation of the laws concerning federal elections. So what we see here is he scared the heck out of some of these people. He scared the heck out of all these 22 million illegal aliens who are many of whom voting. Uh, DACA, who think that they are now citizens. Anchor babies who think they're citizens or whatever. He scared them. And this is what he wants. And this is what he's going to continue to do. And he scares the heck out of them when he pulls together as many people in one single event as his entire 
opposition polls in all of their events totaled. So I think he's still going to win, but I do believe the corruption and the rigging is worse now than it was even in 2016. Yeah, it's true. I mean, if you look at it, and they make a big to-do about, like, say, Joe Biden has an event, and, and then you look at it, and you go, hey, wait a minute, that looks like a PTA meeting, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then Trump has an event, and it looks like the Super Bowl. So, And then they tell you, oh, Trump's, why well, he's got 51%. And you go, 51% of what? I mean... <laughs> Joe Biden's got like a PTA meeting going on. It looks like there's maybe 150 people in the room, and I can't but believe that half of them work for him. <laughs> you know, I, I just, this is going to be interesting at the very least. But uh, these people have no shame. They will do anything it takes. And it's just so sad for them because basically their party's falling apart completely. You know, the Green New Deal... The gang, AOC, Pelosi, uh, you know, Schumer. I mean, they're just, it's, I don't know what they have. I don't think they have one single good candidate. And we have literally ripped to pieces any of their uh, lead candidates by showing that Kamala Harris's family was slave traders, white and black slave traders, by demonstrating that Elizabeth Warren's relatives killed Cherokee Indians, not that she is a Cherokee, uh, that... Uh, uh, Pete, Mayor Pete, we said from the beginning, he never saw combat, and now he admits, no, he didn't even get the combat badge, okay? He didn't see any combat. So that picture of him with somebody else's weapon, that is not his. Joe Biden, his son, Hunter, for heaven's sakes, Ukraine, China, for, blah, we've never seen, I think, maybe, show me where I'm wrong. Uh, okay, maybe with maybe with Clinton and Bush, okay, we've seen as grotesque and open and overt corruption as Joe Biden. Joe Biden went and received the highest award from the party of regions in Ukraine, the party that supported Hitler. It's the same party. It's the party of Antifa. It's the same flag. It's the same phrases. It's the same mottos. And he went there. And when he was given this, the highest honor they gave him, put the beautiful medal on him, he did a Heil Hitler it, everyone can see this. Joe Biden will do anything, and he thinks he is immune from everything. He's not even a candidate. I, I think he's the, the maybe the one of the worst vice presidents we've ever had. But he can't even remember who he was the vice president with. He doesn't even remember that it was Obama. He doesn't remember anything. And every time he opens his mouth, he may be doing more gaffes than Baby Bush, than George W. Bush, which, you know, they wrote five books on the gaffes of George Baby Bush. I think if they start now, that just in this election, we're going to have five books from Joe Biden. So I don't think they have a case. I don't think any Republican running against Trump has any case whatsoever. I am worried about the Electoral College, John, because it was Paul Manafort that got the Electoral College to behave last time. I hope Trump has someone who's going to make the behavioral uh, make them behave this time because you know you see all these different states saying we're going to go with the popular vote or other such crazy things. Now they have the right to do that if they go through the proper procedure, but I do believe that that becomes quite questionable at a certain point, uh, specifically with certain states. But I could be wrong about that. I don't believe that the electoral college can really do 
what they're threatening. And remember, they threatened in 2016 the same exact thing. So that's that's one of my concerns. Well, there's so many levels of wrong going on that it, it becomes a contest of of which one's going to win out. But I, I still get a, a kick out of Marion Williamson talking about how nice all the Trump supporters are to her. Why are the why are the leftists so mean to her? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Marianne. You see, it's just what you were indicating, and I don't know that you made that perfectly clear. Let me make it deadly clear. Democrats watch TV. TV has subliminal programming. If things don't work out the way the subliminal program telling, tells you it's going to work out, you're going to be as angry as Antifa members. You're going to be as angry as all those different NGOs that are supported by Soros. And we now see that uh, Arabella, oh yes, they've now busted Arabella, the number one place that they're getting money for all these NGOs that pop up the minute that there needs to be some kind of Saul Alinsky attack against the Republicans. But we know who you are. We know how you do this. And you're being busted way quicker than ever in news history. So the mainstream media, I'm not sure, is going to last. And when it comes down to it and we find who is really behind that curtain, who is behind that veil, it's going to be the very people that we have spent quite a bit of time discussing, the people who invented this stuff, the Imperial Press Conference, the Empire Press Union, the Commonwealth Press Union, Reuters Thompson of the Associated Press. Who are those people? Look closely. They're all the same bankers and asset management companies who own the Fortune 500 company, as well as most of anything in America where money flows. It's the same old people, and it goes right back, yes, unfortunately, to the British Crown and to the United Nations in some cases, and particularly the people like Lord Mark Malik Brown, who, inv who invented Optech so that he could control elections around the world. Yes, globalism and the United Nations and Britain and the Privy Council are all working in America right now against us. We've named them. How about the past Prime Minister of Britain, Clegg, what's his first name? Um... Well, he's Deputy Prime Minister. Deputy Prime Minister. So Clegg and, and, and little, little Richie Allen went over to Facebook. The top people in Britain came over to help Mark of the Zucker Beast try to tell people that he, he isn't really squelching free speech and that he's not selling people our secret information. And, and, and he, he didn't know that the Russians bought any ads in the last election. And he doesn't know anything, basically. So they sent who? Brits over. So when we're talking about this, this is deep. Last time we talked together, John, we went into a deep discussion of going back to the original sources of this and the way that they are still manifesting in today's world. So what we need to do is make sure that everyone who is a MAGA supporter, a Trump supporter, and not just a Republican, because he just said, you know, we got to get rid of those rhinos too, needs to get out and vote. And needs to make certain that we keep showing our support for Trump, both in all of these rallies that he's holding and with our votes, and also with those people that you can help walk away. Because there are perhaps a Democrat or two out there that might listen to reason. But listen, don't waste your time on those who don't, because they have Trump derangement syndrome, and they basically are just another member of Antifa 
who would like to simply use violence and aggression, which is the tool of the left, that's the tool of fascist, socialist, Democrat candidates that we are seeing on stage who are really singing the praise of communism because that's where it all leads and the worst forms of communism that lead to dictators with a totalitarian government just like in China, just like in Russia, just like in North Korea, just like in Syria, just like in Iran. And so are we going to become nations like those or are we going to stand up and fight against the Purple Revolution, which is still going on, trying to abnegate an election of President Trump, a duly elected president, or are we just going to simply sit back and let the left and let the open borders people, the George Soros NGOs, do the same thing they did to us in 2016 and just hope that Trump's popularity will create another landslide that will sneak through and make sure that even with the corruption that we saw, he still wins. So we have to keep our fingers crossed, our hands folded in prayer, and keep doing the work, no matter what level you're working on, to make sure that this election isn't rigged. Keep up the good work.